Yo, what's going on, Big oh, Dog? You ready? Hold on, wait. You ain't went live yet, have you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, man, I knew you was going to catch me on some old crazy <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> you had I had to accept some little thing and mess my little camera up, whatever. So, all right, we good? Yeah, so let me pull up the album real quick. Let me pull it up. Man, you got to delete that part off the front, man. I ain't trying to be no meme and shit. Nah, you good. You good. I'll uh, what I'll do is when um when it's done processing, I'll I'll put the uh the album cover up for the uh for the uh the thumbnail. Okay. Yeah. Where can we find it? Vintage, vintage, vintage. Here we go. Yeah, I was waiting and waiting for a little bit. I was like, I don't know if we're gonna get get it in tonight, man. Oh, no, we gonna we gonna make it work. We we gonna make it work as well tonight. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna make it for lost time, all that extra, all that right, shit. Right, right. Shorty over there, she done made the dinner and everything, man. I'm over here starving. Oh shit. How how long do you wanna be on tonight? It don't matter, man. We good, man. We we can rock. That's what's up. Okay. I'm comfortable, man. Um so you wanna talk about the album first or just kind of backstory before we get into the um, album? I'm good, man. We could talk about anything. Um, I can't tell who in the chat, in the little chats or whatever, but if D Foxy in there, let her know. I'm really here. She, y'all, she already called you. Right. Yeah, she, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she was like, yo, you ain't really going to do it. Yo. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, you know what I've been doing, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, you're good. Grinding, no. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All um, right. So, so yeah, let's go ahead and get into yeah, it. Yeah, we can start wherever you want to start, man. Yeah. All right. All right. So we're gonna do it like this. So yo, thank you everybody for joining in. It is a late night or a late um late late night chit chat with the big homie Rain. He just dropped the project. Um, was it like you dropped it last week, right? I dropped it on uh Tuesday. Matter of fact, let me post the links. Um, and it's the, everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. So it's on Spotify, iTunes. Yes. Shit. What else? It's, you got you got more platforms. Um, it's on. If you're an Amazon Prime shopper, it's on there. It's on Google Play. It's on Deezer. It's on Napster for people who ain't into the 21st century. It's um. Whew. You said Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. We got a. Uh, mm, title. Oh, that's what's up. You didn't see me the title yeah. link. I thought I did. Nah, I got I got uh I got Spotify, I got iTunes, I got Amazon, I got mm-hmm. Google Play. Okay. No, you did you did give me the title. All right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, cool. yeah. I'm about to, I'm I about mean, to all this. I gotta rep that, man. That's that that's that's the big homie Jay. I gotta get that one out there. <laughs> well, you know, speaking that's a good start. Speaking of Jay, now let's I understand we can we can only say so much when it comes to Jay and, and good stuff like that, but what what Business wise, would mm-hmm. okay? Would you sign to him as an artist? Um, it would have to. We would have to sit down and it would have to make sense, like all the way around for everybody. Like the more and more my stock goes up, then it's it's really got to make sense. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, he does. He definitely does have the um the ability to get you in front of a lot of you know, cameras and screen time and everything like that. But I'm an independent artist, so I see things differently. Now, that's a, that's a good point because I would, for some odd reason, indie artists, they always fall victim to the lights, uh, the big the, the, the lure of, of big labels, the lights, the name, and the cameras, the lights, all. How do you blame them for, for going that route? Because we just seen Young Dolph supposedly reject 22. Right. But then he went into yes. a partnership. But then even some partnerships I've seen are not what they make it out to be. Right. Um, like I said, man, I don't know what their situation would be. But for me to do something like that, it would have to make like sense. Like my creative control is a big thing. And um, just the ability to, to do the type of music that I want to do. Because I'm not going to push some of this crazy stuff that's out there. Okay. And if you listen, to, if you listen to Vintage or anybody listen to Vintage, they are pretty much giving it to them raw and uncut, right there. Now, what? Before we go into the song by song breakdown, 
what was the overall mood, feeling, and inspiration to craft this? Or what inspired you to say, okay, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and do this? And what was your thought process going into to production and recording? Um, really, my thought process for this project was anti-industry. Um, and just, I want to bring back that nostalgic feeling of when people used to get on the mic and actually rap. And you could actually hear their words and not just mumble all across the track with melodic and melodies and all this stuff. So I just want to just get on the track and just rap, man, just to show people I can, that I rap, I do this for real. So now what, what, what are your feelings with, with the new crop of, of young guns that, that are out currently? Man, I like a lot of them. Like, to be honest, it's just not the type of music I make. I like a lot of the, the, the new artists. I think some of them should, um, you know, pay homage to where they got their style from. Or, you know, and stuff like that. But some of the, a lot, a lot of new artists I like, and a lot of them I don't like. So. Okay. So who do you like as of right now, currently? Like, like brand new, like, like new artists or just anybody that I'm feeling? Right um, now? A little bit of both. All right. So I'm different. I got a different ear. Lately, uh, on some underground stuff, and I don't even want to call them underground because I think that's an offensive word as for a rapper. But um, I would say Crime Apple. Probably people probably never heard of that. Um, it's a guy out of New York named Pounds. He's dope. Um, there's a movement coming out of Buffalo, New York, from uh, they're called um, it's like West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, and Benny the Butcher. Like those guys, bar for bar, can rap with anybody. Um, I also like uh, like some of the older, like you know, the legacy artists, like the Raekwons and the Ghost Faces, um, Jay. Eminem, Royster 5 Now I'm a big Royster 59 fan. I'm kind of biased about his music because I come from Michigan. So, um, you know, artists like that. And then I like uh, like a lot of the South music too. I'm a I'm a huge Young Dolph fan. Like I look, he might not be the best lyricist on the planet, but man, when he rap, you feel what he's saying. Right. Same as Jeezy. I love Jeezy's music too. So. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. So now, yes, let's get into your album, your project. All right. Um, yeah. Now, you know. Season one, right? <laughs> yes. Now, some right. people, and I've seen artists do weird shit as far as them getting themselves prepped. Um, some people leave the hood. Others stay in the hood. Some mm -hmm. to kind of get the, the, inner, the, the, the motivation, inspiration. Um, what um feelings did you want to try to elicit for you to be able to put forth this project really um it wasn't like i had to like i didn't have to lead a hood to write this project because i grew up in the hood so it's always in me so like every experience that i talked about on this is it's embedded in me man like that's that is who i am so i don't have to go to a special place and pull some type of energy to rap a certain way i'm I'm, it's in me. I'm just going to do it. Once the beat on and I catch it, that's it. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Now you've been, you've been in the, in the business for a while. Um, yeah. Are you happy with what the direction you're seeing it going or no? Um, yes and no. No with the way that, um, you know, all the free music and the producers out here selling free beats and, you know, hey, they got specials. You can come over here and buy thirty-five thousand beats for six dollars. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that, but I do like it because it's made it easier for independent artists like me. Like, I can get on the same platforms as the big boys. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna sell the same amount that they sell because I don't got the marketing dollars. But I definitely can get my music out there. It's a lot easier. I don't have to have physical copies. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, just bear with me. I'm just finishing up this last uh, <clears throat> link. Yeah, you good, man? Um, let me see, I got, I got the iTunes. Okay, so I got Spotify, iTunes. Ooh, yep. okay, that's the one I'm missing. I got the Amazon. Nope, I got to get Amazon. Okay, let me get that. Okay. Okay, so now, the first song on the album, yep. uh, One Mic. Now, we've heard that title before. Now my Dope. question to you is, what is your what was your inspiration for this particular, for that for your version of one mic? For my work, my version of one mic is just like, 
like me as an artist is like or any artist that wants to get their music heard is just saying like all i need is one mic to get my music out there and have the listener receive what i'm saying so if i could find a mic and get my 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 feelings and my emotions into that mic when it come out the speaker on the other side like you're gonna receive what i'm saying so that was my thing like i just wanted to just like i said show people i can rap with one mic and i rapped in a style that people probably aren't used to hearing these days especially so like um like when i spit my bars on that on that um song i left the filler words off like it ands it and the and i just got directly to the point of what i was saying okay i have a question for you it's a weird question and yeah. and and in all my years of studio work nothing drove me more nuts than bad english bad grammar right um and well, i know I a lot of times right <laughs> right but you know what it, it flows right it makes mm -hmm. it make it, it does make sense when you actually listen to the song but mm -hmm. me, I'm a stickler. Like I'm like, can we redo that and just use use proper English? Sometimes exactly. it doesn't work. Um, exactly. Are you are you the same way as well? Because I mean, you can listen to oh. something and it's like they say is instead of us or if yeah. and what. It's just like, oh why that didn't sound right? Didn't you know? to a certain extent, I am. I'm a. Um, I really try to uh, rap in a way that I use proper English, but you know. The way that people talk, especially in the hood or whatever you want to call it, they don't always talk with, you know, the right word, the word, the right verbiage or whatever. So I definitely uh, will rap that way. But me, yeah, I try to I try to be as accurate as possible. Yeah. Within okay. the confines of uh, making a song sound flow right. Right. Now, and I think um, not, not, not to throw you off, but mm -hmm. like one of the like one of the biggest artists that I think used grammar just in the wrong way was Prodigy. Like he always used like slang, but the but the flow always came out nice. <laughs> yeah, it always came out nice, bro. Like the like Mob Deep shook ones. Like gr grammatically, it was so many red underlines in that verse, but it came out so fly and dope. And it's crazy because he said it with such confidence. He he, yeah. he didn't trip. It's like no. oh, he made a sound. Like it was supposed to sound like oh that. It's supposed to right. sound like that. Yeah, he said it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I said agree. it was confidence and and he swagged it out. So it was like, yeah, that's what you do. Okay. Now let me get to my my second favorite song. Me personally was Chevron. <laughs> that's the second track. Yeah. So I because between Chevron and and GXFR. Um, okay, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> Like those right, are okay. one A one B. Now for right. Chevron, I get what you were saying, but mm -hmm. it may have, it may have, it may go over some people's heads. Is that intentional? Okay. And if not, then you want to give a quick breakdown on the premise behind uh, Chevron. So Chevron is a is a popular gas station, and it's like a it's this hangout spot. If you got a fly ass car, and you you know it's late night or whatever, you want to show your car off. You go to the Chevron station, and that's where everybody kind of start out with. You know, they start out showing their cars out and blasting their nice speaker systems. And whether you're riding 84s or a nice paint job or just the the newest caddy or whatever you're driving, that's what you that's where you at for um at the Chevron station. So I just took that and I wrote about the feeling of um I'm a I'm a car I love cars man. So I wrote about the feeling of when you get your first like dope ass car and you're trying to show it off. So. That's that's pretty much what that came from, and for for me, I drew the inspiration from my best friend. He just got a um, uh, I think it's a '84 Cadillac done, and I basically rapped from his perspective when he first got his car back out, when it first when he first got it and raised the garage it for the first time, and it was at his house. Okay. Good so deal. yeah, good I wrapped deal. it from that perspective. Good deal. Good deal. So before we get into love is love, um, industry wise, <laughs> ups and downs um passions do you burn out have you burned out and um what keeps you going um at points i burn out i'm not i'm not gonna lie at points i get frustrated and just have to like pick myself back up by the bootstraps and get back into it definitely burn out um passion wise i think i always have had that fire in me to to do something musically because it's, it's what i do i'm a creative person like Every day I have to do something creative, whether it's drawing, writing a poem, writing a song, making a beat, 
coloring on a coloring book with my kids. It's, it's I got to do something. Okay. Inspiration wise, because I I know I've seen Timberland personally. Timberland would carry a, a tape recorder with him, and he hear the weirdest sounds, or he just make different ass sounds, and he would record the shit to use it later right. on. Okay. What, what methods, tricks, or the trade that you use uh, to kind of, if you have an inspiration, to kind of keep it so you, you memorize it for the next time you go back in in, in for a session? You talking about like um like how I got my like how well, I memorize my words that I'm gonna say or that or too. Create a but as far as as your creativity, like if you you hear a bell clock tower or something, you hear a sound and I oh, sound nah, that sound. Nah. Um, sometimes, sometimes I could I could be driving and listening to um the radio or just somebody's music and I hear something in it and I'm like mm, I might want to do something like that or whatever. But most of the time, man, um, it comes from just just listening to music and. I really can't describe it like something will just click inside of me like i need to do this right now and then i'll just go and do it okay so, so you're I, one of those I get up know. at two three in the morning if, if the mood hits you to, to, to lay something down my g i will get up at <laughs> 5 a.m <laughs> i'll get up at 5 a.m and record if i if i if i had it my way i would do it i'll record anytime and, every, and whenever but I'm not a um I'm not a late night studio person. You know, some people be like, "Oh, it was in the studio at like five to six in the morning." Yeah. My my brain cells are dead at that point. I'm I'm a.m. Like, I want to record at ten a.m. Okay. Eleven a.m. Yeah, I'm different. Yeah, I'm the complete opposite because we all our recording we ever did was dead middle of night. And, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't want to be in a mixed down session starting at six a.m. That's not me. Right. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay, so getting on to love is love. Okay. So before we get into that, image-wise, you to me, I would put you in, in, in the LL category mm. because... <laughs> I can accept that. Okay, so now, back in the day, that was not a no-so. That was not a no-go. That was not... It was kind of frowned upon, but you, you're okay with that. And, 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 yeah. why is, and why so? What, the just the image of... The way I look as a rapper, or what? Well, just, well okay. Just, well, the, the 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 only the only real buff rappers is is, is what fifty, LL fifty, LL, Flow Rider, <laughs> Flow Rider. Okay, Melly Mel. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Melly Mel, huge, bro. He he's too big. I seen him. He's, he's I seen him. Dude. Yeah, he's not yeah, real I tall. See, I, bro, I seen him. <laughs> I seen him two years ago at the uh, Arnold Classic in Ohio, and he was oh, swole. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my question would be, why is that look not as popular as I believe it should be? Um, well, I ain't gonna go too far in it, but I think it's um, I just think it's what they pushing these days, you know. Um, like I said in my songs, I'm an alpha male and I rap like it. That's, and I know you got we got the 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 controversy of the word alpha, but like I'm a I'm a real real real. I'm a, I'm a man, like 100%, so I look like a man. I mean, I work out, I, I lift weights, I box, I wrestle, I do stuff like that. So I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not one of the softer side of men that, you know, the feminized, which one to call it? I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. Like, I'm just not that, I'm just not that other thing. It ain't me. That ain't me. So I look like, I look like what I talk like, if that makes sense. Makes total sense. Makes total sense. So let's get into love is love. Okay. Now, was this about anybody per se? Most definitely. Okay. So was this a past love, love, nah, loss, my, love, current? Nah, my, nah, I just told a story um, when, I, when I met my, my current girl, gotcha, lady, gotcha, gotcha, wife. Gotcha. Yeah. So now uh, a lot of things are not talked about as far as what the mate has to go through dealing with an artist. So mm-hmm. how much... Um, stress you do you believe it is on her as well uh, i i believe she gets a hundred and fifty percent of the stress because while i'm just worrying about just music and stuff she's keeping the house going and making sure the kids are getting here and back and forth and stuff like that dinners are being made and stuff like that i'm just zoning out on the keyboard for hours at a time you know what i'm saying okay yeah so do you feel that she at, at sometimes have to kind of take the back seat to to the to your creative process and, and and your needs as far as you being an artist? I would say yes, she has. 
she has done it gracefully, but she's done it. That's a good idea. A good deal. Okay, now I think Midwest Summers is probably like my fourth ranked song on this album. And like I keep in mind, like I said, I, I, the album review will be its own separate video, so I don't yeah. think like I'm not gonna talk about it. So Midwest Summers. Yeah. Um, before I even listened to the song, first thing I thought was um, "Summertime" because I'm like, okay, summer songs. Um, yeah. Especially growing up in the Midwest, so I can relate. Yeah. Um, was there anything? Um, well, let me let me say this: your version of summer versus <laughs> somebody else's version of summer. How, how different? Yeah. How how far off are we? Or is it? Um, if we talking Will Smith summer, it was definitely totally a totally on polar opposites of summer you know will smith was barbecue cookouts having fun and stuff like that which there is a lot of but my my midwest summers i think was a was different just okay, from now, what i talked about you know now for those that haven't heard the album the song yet differences are being what um i talked about uh just how crazy it is growing up in flint Flint, Michigan, Detroit, Michigan, Saginaw, Michigan is, and I'm, I'm going to include like any, any Midwest city that the poverty is really bad and the, the jobs are, are not, not there and the crime is up. Like, so we got, you know, I said it in the, in the course, we got Chicago, we got Gary, Indiana, we got Cleveland, um, Little Rock, Arkansas, um, just cities like that, man, like in the Midwest, I don't know if they really talk about it as much like on the big news channels, but it's rough in the Midwest. It's nothing here, especially in those cities. There's nothing here, but it's crime galore. So I just talked about like growing up and dealing with the stuff and thinking that it was cool. And then when you get away from it, you look back and be like, man, how did I even make it? <laughs> well, yeah, because I don't think a lot of people understand that Midwest uh, that's manufacturing. That's basically oh, think, what the Midwest is for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they understand now. I think they understand now when they see the crime in Chicago. I think they understand that. When anytime you get 70 people killed in two days, and this isn't like a once, this isn't a one-off. That happens in Chicago all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, people, when, when the news come on in Flint, it's a, it, it always starts off with there has been six shootings or there has been this, there has been that, and there's dead bodies everywhere. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's it's a real fact what we're going through. Okay. Um, uh, shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Just that quick. Wow. Because there's going to be... Okay, yeah. The album, yeah. the artwork. I haven't seen a phonograph since I was a little kid, <laughs> let alone a right. picture of it. Right. Um, was that your idea? Was you inspired for that? Um, yeah, I did the artwork. Okay, because I like the way it ties into vintage. So that make, to me it makes yeah. sense. But like I said, you know, to people on the outside, it may not. Yeah. Like, why has this got this old ass record player? And and yeah. people understand a record player versus a phonograph two two different things, two same different principles things. but two different things. So mm-hmm. let me ask you, um, what does it say to you? You using that phonograph, and I, I get what you, the message you're conveying, but I just want you to convey to the people what does it mean to you when you see that phonograph. Um, like with the phonograph, it's like, I was just trying to say like, with, without, without that, you wouldn't have what you have right now. So we got all this technology, iPhones and, um, digital, all of this stuff. But the essence of it came from that. Like you have to, you have to know where you've been to know where you're going. So that's what I was really trying to convey with that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I know I wanted to ask you. The the transformation and and of downtown Detroit. I know I kind of mm-hmm. getting off topic, but I think it it's a, a conversation to to be had. What it's do you coming. okay? So so because I've coming. heard I've heard white people already talk about being excited about going it's, to Detroit. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. it's coming. There is is what's the word gentrification? Yeah, it's, it's definitely coming. Um, I don't know how many years it's gonna take, but if you got if anybody got any type of money. And they looking to do some real estate or investment, like go get some land in Detroit because Detroit is going to turn around like really fast. Like you hear 
you hear like DJ Envy and Angela Yee talk about they got all this property in Detroit. Like it's a reason why, because they're gonna turn that city around. Oh yeah, it's but coming. especially with Dan Gilbert buying up, it's coming. He's yeah. doing him and um, yeah. who is the guy? Jamie uh, Diamond, former. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that guy. Okay, okay. I mean, because Detroit is a, the infrastructure is there. They're a huge city. They're right off the um off the lake, so they got a pier. So. As far as manufacturing, they can do that. They got technology there. It's Detroit is going to do something big, and you know, it's, it's going it's going to be back to the golden era of what they used to do. You believe so? Yeah, I definitely believe so. Okay, so piggybacking off that, how are you getting prepared for the changes for, from for Detroit? And do you see yourself leaving with these pending changes coming, or are you going to try and partake in it, in it as well? I'm definitely um, got my eye out on a couple investments that I'm going to be looking into in the future. But nah, I'm not going to leave. Um, I'm always going to rep Michigan, man. I'm going to stay here as, far, as as long as possible, unless I get you know become something crazy and super huge like a uh, like a Kanye West or a Jay where I just can't walk down the street. Then you have to leave, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's man, up. I'm definitely going to be here, man. Got to support the city. Well, I don't know about you. I'm tired of snow and cold, and I, I and I complain about zero degree degree weather out here. But I know in Detroit it gets brick out there. I know oh, it gets brick every time I watch Four Brothers. I get cold watching the movie because it's all snow and it's cold. So, oh, yeah. it's cold, man. That the, the, <laughs> that 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 man West cold is a different type of cold, man. That hawk be out. They don't want to see what the hawk. I don't care. They I don't, don't care what that. type. No, they don't. If they don't know what the hawk means, I don't care what type of um. Uh, what you want to call it, zero degree thermal winter gear you wearing? When that hawk cut through that, you cold, man. Especially coming off that lake. Yeah. Chicago, they know yeah. people from Chicago know it's a different type of cold. We got a different type of snow out here, man. Yeah, that shit. I yeah. mean, it hurts. It, it, and it hurts to breathe in that cold. It does. It hurts. Like, yeah, you get you get that acute sharp pain in your chest. Yes. So let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase that then. In the winter time, I definitely got to get to Miami or something, but. In the summertime, you know, you catch me in the city. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. All right, so we're getting to the title track, um, Vintage. Vintage. Okay. Um, that's pre- that was that was one of the that was the only track on the project that I did not produce myself. Okay. Now, I know producers have egos. Mm-hmm. Not saying you do, but um. What did you look for in this and the other producer that you felt he could contribute to your album? Oh, that's my man. We're a production team. Gotcha. So um it's his name Matrix. So we're a production team. The um production team is called uh Dreamland Productions, but we may be going under the title of just Rain and Matrix from now on out, from here on out or whatever. Okay. Um so basically uh I just he sent me the sample and I listened to it. And all I did was tell him, just loop it. Because he was like, uh, well, I don't really know how to get it back or whatever. I said, man, just loop the record. I'm going to rap and not put a hook on it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why not? I was like, when you see what I do with the record, just give it to me. And that there it is. Okay, right on, right on. So it, it purposely has no hook. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's um, that's old school stuff. Um, yeah, vintage. I mean- like when you said even with the Prodigy album, like his his first single, it wasn't even a standard song per se. No, right. You have three sixteens and two hooks. His shit was just, yeah, just rap till you done rapping. Yeah, <laughs> like we need to take it back to that man. Cause just let's, let's get it. Let's get it. Okay. Now before we get into no regrets, have you had a chance yeah. to listen to the um the Eminem Kamikaze album yet? I have. Okay, I have as well. Um. People are calling it the return to his natural form or whatever the case, like he's back. I'm not the biggest M fan, so there's really nothing he could do to make me overly impressed or like, ooh, right. he's back. That's my opinion. What was your opinion on, on his album? I'm a huge Eminem fan, so I see it different than you do. Um, but why? What? Explain I think, to me. I think, Explain to I a non-Eminem fan what is the appeal right. of Eminem. Like, what, what does he say so, that has not been said and any right. type of punchline, double entendre, allegorical right. form that has not been said. Why so, so when I listen to Eminem, what does it for me is it is 
his his cadencing of the words and it's also the amount of syllables that he can cram into a standard verse so his wordplay is way up here man he's he's one of them alien artists man like if you try to i dare somebody to write a verse or let alone just say his verse that he said on um rap god just okay. like read that read that memorize it and then go back and try to rap that verse without losing your breath and passing out now let me be devil's advocate to that point yeah. i personally don't think you cramming a million words in a verse true does true. nothing it doesn't yeah that's me though yeah and because because I mean, I get it because I'm like me. I'm a different. I'm a different artist. I don't put a lot of words in my songs at all. If you listen to the cadence of my flow, this I try to give you as less as as you know less as possible. I give so, you minimum word usage. So you're the you're at the point that less is more. Because I'm thinking I'd rather shoot you with the 308 than hit you with a bunch of 380s. <laughs> right. And, that, and when I hit him, that's what I. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> right or seven point six two one and done. I, I don't mm-hmm. think that, but that's just how I'm seeing. That's what I hear when I was like, "Oh, you said all this, right? What?" But you know, to each his own. Like I said, I've never been the only song I've ever liked, hands down, was uh, "My Name Is." Okay, I don't know why. That's my favorite so, Eminem. So that's the only Eminem song. I, it's in it's my. A, that's, that's in my. It's playlist. a clever song. It's a clever song. You know. Yes. A clever song it was this introduction onto the main platform and it, it worked like a motherfucker i wish i had that shit that and um stand those are the only two songs i will ever listen to from eminem anything else you can keep that shit um what about the other joint where he was on the video where he was uh i am what i say i am that joint was hard bro yeah that joint was hard man like like for I, real i like when he slows it down and just yeah and it doesn't you know, hit you with a, a million shots all at once. I just ah. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, every but everybody everybody got what they listen to in the artist. True. You know? True. True. Yeah. Okay. So get into the next song. Um, uh, do we know no regrets? Okay, no regrets. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna um. I'm gonna just let the uh the. The people who get the album pick that up and listen to it and go like it's nothing. It's nothing for me to really say about that record. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just what was on my mind. Mm-hmm. And I let it off and that's it. So people can just listen to it and, and take from it what they want to. I'm not really gonna talk about that joint. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, now um, my personal favorite is the Griselda salute. Now I, yes, sir, I want yes, to sir. go from mouth <laughs> to my ears. What? <laughs> Let's get it. What mushrooms? What pill? (laughs) What what peyote? Were you were you? uh... (laughs) So you want you want the whole backstory for how the album came out? Yes, yes, I do. All right. So I'm in the car. It's about two thirty two thirty in the morning, and I'm going to uh, one of my boys' house to go set some uh, DJ equipment up. And I call my man Prentice, and he is when I have a trouble when I have trouble looping the sample, I call him. So I called Prentice and I was like, yo, I need a um I need a beat. And he was like, what kind of beat? I said, I got a hook in my head and I'm in the car. I get on the phone and I'm like, yo, this is the beat. I seen the dip set break up and whatever. I was riding that, right? And he goes, yo, that sound like an early 70s sample. And I said, yeah. He was like, all right, I'm going to work on it. Now, usually he's a procrastinator. He was like, uh, I'm going to work on it. I said, yeah, when you send it back, don't put no drums on it. He was like, all right. I say six minutes later, he's got two beats. I get the, I check the email out. I listen to the first joint. I listen to the second joint. Both of them are dope as hell. And I'm like, all right, I got to pick one. So I call him back. I'm like, yo, I like this one, but the ch- sample chops are so hard. I need you to mask it with drums. He was like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. He was like, give me a second. So I go set the DJ equipment up. I come back to my car. It's about 3.30 in the morning now. I'm riding home. I'm on the expressway. I pull the song up, and I hear it, and I say, yep. From from that point, I drive to the crib. I fall asleep for an hour. I get up. I call my man because I know he's going to be up in about 
you know, 20 minutes or so. It's like 6 a.m. I call him. I said, yo, I need to come in there and do a song, like, immediately. And he was like, all right, come on. So drive to the studio, knock the joint out. And that there it is. <laughs> okay. That's 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 probably one of my favorite songs on the on the album. Now, one thing you mentioned, a sample chop. Now, you said you're having issues with the sample. Now, I the only issues I've ever had with sampling is when the, the actual song itself is off beat. The drummer mm-hmm. that happens a lot. Okay. That so was that the problem that you were having with the, with that particular sample? Oh no, no, no. It's just um like the sample was harsh, just the break beat from where it was cut at. Gotcha. So, so um so- so it when you got better once you put drums on top, yeah. Gotcha. So when he chopped it up, he took it, whatever, three, four seconds chop. Um, I'm not sure how he chopped it. He chopped it and sent it to me, and then I rechopped his samples. So how do you chop yours? Um, I'm old school, bro. I use an MPC. So uh, wait, wait, um, wait, wait. Um, let me see. MP. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Don't tell me. Don't tell me because I ain't been on one in in, in years. Twenty five hundred. Twenty five. Okay. That's, I the, that's the only grail of the MPC. Yeah, <laughs> that, I, that or the three thousand. You could do the twenty five hundred or the three thousand, but I, I like the twenty five hundred. I remember uh, going to an, the Akai event, and they just mm-hmm. had one of the the newer ones. It was in red. It was for Dr. Dre. She had it on display. That she was so fucking. That she was yeah. so plush, dog. <laughs> and everybody had custom MPCs, and it's just man, dude. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure the young guys know nothing about NPCs at this point. Like, I only okay. old heads I would expect it to have an NPC. Right. But, so, yeah, it's like, so I use the NPC, but then um, I make beats in um, FL Studio. That's Fruity Loops for people who be like, I hate that program, but um, I, I use FL Studio. I use um, hardware and software to make beats. So, like I said, I put it in there, and uh, after I come off the NPC, I went back in. Did some fine chopping, and um, basically, the way that the way that the song came out is because I didn't have enough to make a uh, another four bars of okay. of a change up. So I just got really creative with it, and for the four bars, that's why I had my man get on there and talk talk gotcha. to the people the right way. <laughs> and, and it works. It works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It works. Sonically, it sounds good, and it it, it definitely works. Okay, so now before we get into the the last song, um, as of right now, things that you can't speak on um, business wise, <clears throat> what are, what, are you, what are you looking at down the road, two years, three years, four years down the road? Um, I would say like uh, like immediately, you know, my phone's been going crazy right now. I got a lot of got a lot of calls coming in, a lot of little offers on the table and stuff like that. Um, really, I'm just going to just run, run my stock up and then see what I can get out of here. So now we're, we're going to play that game. How long do you, yeah. how long and, and at what point do you determine, okay, I'm ready to sell now? I'll probably do it as long as I want to because I'm independent. Like I'm not, I can do whatever I want to do whenever I want to. I could drop an album tomorrow if I want to. I could drop a single tomorrow if I want to. I could drop five albums next month if I want to. I could do whatever I want to, and I love that freedom. So, um, as long as I can keep doing what I'm doing, like I don't have to, I don't have to confine to any constraints or do anything that somebody want me to do. So it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to get to box me in. Right. Now, is there a certain number you're looking for that to, to say I won't I won't go below this number? Like <laughs> I need this number, and, and oh, it's, you know, it's, it's always a number. I'm not gonna say it on here, but it's always a number. Of course, of course. Yeah. Okay. Right on, right on. Yeah. Okay. So now we go into the last one, and then quick question. Um, yeah. The the trend is not so much full length, you know, because back in the day, normally you only get paid um, BMI ASCAP wise for like twelve songs, so it wouldn't make right. sense for you to do a fourteen song, fifteen song album. But artists are still doing it then. Now the shift you see in seven, eight song EPs, LPs. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. to your knowledge, why that trend or why you see it going that way? Actually, I was happy that Pusha T did the seven track joint and started the trend because it gave me like I'm a visionary. I already said I was going to do a short project. I knew I knew I was going to do a short, and my reason being is like some people drop double albums or twenty two songs, right? 
out of those 22 songs, if they would have just cut the, the fat off and gave you the solid 10 or 11 songs, the album would be so much better. But I got to go through all this filler before we get to, you know, the, the, the meat and potatoes of the album. Like, so I, I did it for that reason. And the other reason is I was thinking about for like the listener, like I don't want to hold nobody's attention more than like 30, 35 minutes in the car. So let's say you got a short ride to work, 25 minute ride to work and you put my album on. You're going to be almost done by the time you get to work. And then if you drive home and you start it over, you're going to be almost done. So you, the more and more you hear the song, the more and more repetitive it's going to be. And it's going to be like, yo, I need to hear that again. Or you know all the words now. So that's why I did a short project. Okay. So now I'm going to give, I'm going to come at, once again, devil's advocate. I'm an older, yeah. um, I'm in the older demographic. I'm used to a 12, 10, 12 song album for my money's worth. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to feel cheated if I bought your project, sir, and I only have eight songs. Okay, so what do you I'll, say? I'll give it. I'll, I'll give it to you like this. So I can give you eight high quality ass songs with nothing but bar work and dope architecture and song structure, or I can give you forty five songs and you don't even listen to a third of the album because they're just garbage. Yeah, that work. But I mean, because I know there's people out there like that. Because I, yeah. I I was hearing grumblings like people like oh it's a new trend now good what they're gonna give give us now five songs for twenty dollars <laughs> I can nah, see I, and then that's the thing too <laughs> that's the thing too like if somebody wants to like purchase the album I didn't I'm not charging ten dollars I'm only charging seven gotcha gotcha okay all right so now let's get into Flint Lives Matter I think this one needs no description. But yeah, um, given everything surrounding what's going on with Flint, has the the fire died down at all or no? No, no the media just not covering it. OK, so now what steps are they taking at this point as far as the water and the pipes? Or do you know at, at all at this point? They're doing they're doing a little bit here and there. They are replacing the pipes. They are um, doing. Um, small things as far as like trying to um make the water better, but it's to to do the complete overhaul. It's gonna take years, man, to to really get it to where it needs to be. And my thing is like the fallout from the situation because you got people who can't leave the city like me and get out and get to a better area. So what's the long term effects, man? You got babies drinking this water, and then. You know, by the time they 15, they got this mental, these mental handicaps or whatever you want to call it. And now, you know, they got learning disabilities and all of this stuff. Like, what's the long term effects of this? Like, they're they're just talking about, oh, we're just going to give you uh, some bottled water and a shower filter. That does nothing. Okay. So I'm glad you let off with that point because I know you're into uh, shit hit the fan preparation, things of that nature. Oh, yeah, yeah. For those that are currently stuck in that Flint situation, what realistically could they do for the next, you know, years until they get their pipes mm. replaced? Bro, it's it's a lot, man. It's it's it's, it's going to be a financial strain too to to combat this stuff because, like, um, like like not getting too far off into it. Okay, so people are worried about drinking the water, right? But that's not the biggest problem. So. I would probably rather drink the water than what I'm about to talk to next. So people are bathing in this water. Mm-hmm. They're taking baths. They're taking baths in it and showers. The skin is the biggest organ on the body. When that water hits your skin, there isn't. It's not getting filtered through nothing. It's got. It's not going through your liver. It's not going through your pancreas or whatever. It's going into your skin and into your bloodstream. That is probably worse than drinking the water. It's taking a bath in it and taking a shower in it, and you have to be clean. So. Um, that's bad. And then the bottled water, like, I don't know, you know, where where they're getting the bottled water from, but I know one day they had the water just sitting out in the sun, right? And the sunbeams hit the water and then you got the plastic leaching into the water and now you're drinking this and it's, it's bad, man. It's, it's, it's a bad situation. It's bad all the way around. I thought bottled water plastic was not B, didn't have BPAAs. It has BPAAs in it. Um, I'm not for sure. I, I, 
probably some of them do, but I'm not for sure. I would have to look that up. I know that was a big deal with the baby bottles, the the BPAAs yeah. and, and that. Um, wow. But I was always told, like, if you leave plastic in um, water in plastic bottles and leave it in the sun like that, yeah. and once it warms up, all of them chemicals and stuff leach into the water. Eventually, right. Makes, that it makes it toxic. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's, it's that's gonna be bad. It's it's gonna be bad for a while, and you know it was a big thing, and then they just stopped covering it. But people are still suffering, man. Okay. Okay. You know, and and I'm I'm thankful for a lot of the celebrities or people um, in the power that has, you know, stepped out stepped out there, um, stepped up their platform to bring light to the situation. Like mm-hmm. I know, like Meek Mill donated a lot of water. Eminem did some water and stuff like that. You like so we do have people that are trying to help on the ground level, but it's gonna take a lot to get the city so to now have healthy drinking water. What about water filtration systems, portable ones? Are are, are are they an option for them or, or no? Um if you can afford the really, really expensive ones, I think yeah, I think those work. But the ones you just screw on your um like oh, the Brita water filter. Yeah, that's yeah. If you put that on, yeah. So what it's doing, it will it will take some of the minerals out the water, but it's not going to take the the metals out like lead. That's it's still going through. Right, and that's so, what's so, making yeah, everybody giving people false hope. Yeah, that's, that's tragic, man. That's tragic. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. That's tragic. All right, big dog. I know you, you. I know the missus had some some food in there for you. I, I know you. <laughs> is you. I hear your stomach growling, so I, you know, oh, you gotta, bro, I stay, I stay hungry, man. Protein, and I know you got to feed the muscles. I know you're on time. I know you're on time right. constraints, man. <laughs> right, 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 right. Before I let but, you um, go in, um, um, <clears throat> give us, you know, um, final, final insight thoughts into you, who you are, um, okay, your belief systems, um, and then you know we'll wrap up uh, with with the album one more time as far as that goes. All right. Well, before I get into that, man, I just want to say thank you for having me on your platform. Um, I know we talked about it for a while, and you knew I was working on the album, and it finally came to <laughs> fruition, and we out here. Um, I just want to say thank you for uh, bringing nah, me on the man, come platform on, man. And, and, and doing our thing, man. Yeah. Nah, it ain't nothing. Yeah. It ain't nothing. Yeah. I just wish it was on the main um, channel, so when the main channel goes Oh, yeah. Up, yeah, we, we could definitely do it again on the main channel. I know the main channel got more subscribers and sure. more faces. Yeah. Plus, you know, we were supposed to be set up early, and it's getting dark out here right now, man. Try to do my meat meal interview. I don't got the um, oh, you know, the the the, the, the stars <laughs> in the ceiling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't got that. You know, we gonna have to do it again, man. You know, hey, the caddy clean in the inside, though. We good. Like <laughs> <laughs> that tax tax um, and meat meal on. That's what's up. That's what we right, gonna do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do the tax and meat meal. You know, and, and really get into it. Um, but me as an artist, man, like, I'm not even gonna lie, man. I got bars and niggas can get this smoke. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it like that. Well, there it is there. Got there bars. Is there. You can get it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm confident with the music, man. Like I'll, I'm confident with it. That's what I'm going to say. I know what I'm, I know what I'm capable of doing and I know where I can take it. If I got, if I got to. And there it is there. And we, we going to make it work, bro. We going to make it work. Yeah, most definitely. All right. My so, G. Yeah. The, um, once again, it's, the album is called Vintage Season 1. Um, it's on all digital platforms right now. You can stream it, buy it, download it, share it with your friends. If y'all feeling the album, all I'm saying is just repost the album co- the, um, the album cover on y'all social media networks. And as a group, let's just push the culture forward together. I'm so tired of people saying, I hate the way the music sounds but nobody is trying to do nothing about it. So let's just push the culture forward together. This is a good project for, you know, just for that. Okay. And uh, social yeah. media platforms, where can they find you? Um, They can find me on Instagram at rain, R-E-I-N underscore I-Z underscore A-M-I, which is, uh, which is what I, um, the label that, that me and my man is starting is called AMI above my influence. And uh they can also find me on Facebook at Rain is King, R-E-I-N underscore I Z underscore K I N G. Um if y'all game, I, I game a lot too. Y'all can get me on the uh, Xbox Live with that same handle. <laughs> Rain is King. <laughs> oh my god, I just I just signed up Xbox Live and got me on the yeah. Fortnite shit. I'm just like I yeah. just made a mistake. I made a huge mistake, but it is what it yeah. is. <laughs> 
I play Fort. I just got into the Fortnite, man. My, I'm trash on that, bro. But oh, I don't. I won't um, touch it. I barely touch PUBG. Nah. But my, my, yeah, Mini Me's on that. She's on that shit. Yeah, tough. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm trash on Fortnite. I'm okay on Call of Duty, man. But I used to be, I used to be the man on Halo. So I'm gonna have to get back out here, man. I'm, I think I'm gonna transition to Fortnite and start busting heads out here. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. All right, my brother. Well, I'm not gonna keep you. I do thank you for your time and and uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I appreciate everybody who um jumped on the on the live. I don't know what the chat looking like, but um I want to say shout out to everybody on there like I five, Eloy, Kev, wake the hell up. Uh, was it? Uh, please don't forget. Please don't, please don't forget D Foxy. Lord have mercy. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, D Foxy. D Foxy. <laughs> I already followed you on Instagram. You didn't. You <laughs> you didn't accept it, but I followed you. Go get that album and repost it on your uh <laughs> on your media network. <laughs> she, didn't um, accept, she didn't accept the free request. <laughs> nah, nah. She she hit me with it. I don't even know how she found me. She hit me with it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna follow her back. So um I know I'm leaving out some people, man, off the top of the head, but everybody I mess with in the uh, in the chat, man, this is me. This is what I do. Um that's what it is. That's what's up. All right, my brother yeah. will Go ahead, go and get, go ahead and fuel up, fuel up, brother. And we're gonna do this again. Yeah, um, we definitely can do it again. Yeah, for sure. And then we'll we'll get into the prep talk like we originally planned months okay. ago and all that good okay. stuff. So, okay. Um, so yeah, I get, you know, I get, I get up with you behind the scenes, so it's all good. All right, my G. All right, my brother. Have a good all one. Right. Peace, everybody.